Case Kibbutz of Tzadi Beis, we're in nine lines up from the bottom of Tzadi Aleph Amud Beis. Third word on the line, Hahu Gavra. Today we're going to deal with different types of achrayis. When someone makes a sale, so, sells a piece of property, normally it's sold with achrayis. That means it's kind of an, like an insurance policy. If a balchayv comes, my balchayv, and takes it away from you because I owed him money, so I'm going to make you whole for it. Either way, we're going to see different ideas regarding that. Starting with a story. Hahu Gavra, the zavna leksubasa the ime There was a man who sold the rights to his mother's ksuba betevesanah. Now, what exactly does that mean? He doesn't have his mother's ksuba. By the way, we're dealing with a woman here who was happy married so she's still married she doesn't even have her ksuba and he's selling the yoyurish the son is selling the ksuba so basically he sold it for a small amount on the tzad that first of all his the his mother's husband dies so if her husband dies and she gets the ksuba and then she dies and he inherits the ksuba so on that tzad that's the rights that he sold that he would give it to this person so whoever this person is he's making an investment and he's buying the rights to collect the, ksu- the ksuba on the side that first her husband dies and then she dies that this person yarshins it then he gets to collect the ksuba so that's what this man did so and he said to this man that he was selling the ksuba to the again and again this ksuba was not his to sell he sold him based on the rights it's a anyway this transaction you could always ask questions about it but either way he sent him when he was making this sale I'm selling you this on the condition that there's no achrayis here. If my mother comes and she's not happy with the sale, even though even though Anachanami, the sale is not going to kick into effect that long after she dies and after her husband dies, still, if she's not happy with the sale, the fact that I'm selling the Tevis Anat Ksuba, so if she comes in as Me'ara on the sale, I'm not going to make you whole and I'm not responsible for it. So what happened? Shechiba the mother ended up dying and this man inherited the Ksuba. And it happened to be that she did, she was never Me'ara on this loan. So this person that bought the Ksuba should be able to come and collect it now. But this man that sold the Ksuba he was Me'ara himself. And he said, no, I know I sold it to you but I'm not so happy with the sale and I'm not interested in giving you the Ksuba. Interestingly, Rami Barhamma thought to say that that he is able to be Ma'ara himself. Even he that he made the sale, he's able to be Ma'ara and say, sorry, I'm not interested in giving it to you. And I'm not interested in the sale. Why? Because he takes over the place of his mother. Just like his mother had the power to be Ma'ara, so too he. Now that his mother died, he inherited the Ksuba. He also inherited the right to be Ma'ara on it. So maybe even though he's the one that made the sale, he could be Ma'ara and he wouldn't have to pay the Ksuba. But I'm Meaning, granted, I understand that the achrayis of his mother, he wasn't mekabel on him. That if his mother's ma'ara, tough luck to the other guy. But achrayis didel mila What he wasn't mekabel his own achrayis. Of course, he was mekabel his own achrayis. No one sells something. No one's gonna buy something for you if they could think that you could just be mevatel to sell whenever you want and decide you're not interested. Obviously, for your mother, you're right. He he didn't accept that. That was stated explicitly. But you can't tell me that he takes over his mother's position. He's the one that sold it, and therefore he's not gonna be obviously achrayis didel. He was mekabel on himself, and he's not gonna be able to be mevatel. Ruben that sold his field to Shimon without Achrayas. Meaning, what does without Achrayas mean? If someone, if a Baal one of my Baal come and take it away from you, you can't demand anything from me. That was stated explicitly. He sold the field without Achrayas. I'm not responsible if a Baal takes it away from you. Okay. But now Shimon, who, who bought it from Ruben, he went and he sold the field back to Ruben. Now he sold it with Achrayas. That if a Baal comes 
person takes it away from you, I am responsible, and you could come demand the money from me. Now, Balchayv came and took it away from Ruvain, but whose Balchayv was it? Ruvain's Balchayv. This property was Meshubit to, to, to the Balchayv of Ruvain from a long time ago. Back when Ruvain owned the field the first time, he borrowed money from someone. This guy, this Balchayv, had a Shimlut on this property. Then, in between this whole thing happened, Ruvain sold this field to Shimon Shalei Bachrais. Then Shimon sold the field back to Ruvain Bachrais, saying, if someone t- collects it from you, you could take the money back from me. But now, Balchayv of Ruvain came and took the field back. So, Rami Marcham is saying, Really? Shimon is responsible. And Shimon would have to pay back Ruvain because Shimon sold the field back to Ruvain with Achrais. Meaning, if someone takes it away from you, I'm going to make you whole. So, really, Ruvain can demand Shimon to pay him back the money even though he lost it to his own Balchayv. Ruvain's Balchayv. Ruvain's own Balchayv came and took the field away. But still, since Shimon sold it to him saying, if anyone takes it away from you, you're going to be able, I'm going to make you whole. So, Ruvain can really demand that money from Shimon. But I'm like, Rav, Rav said, back to Rami Bahama. That's not true. Nehid Achrais de Al Mukabalaleh. When Shimon sold it back to Ruvain, granted that he accepted on himself a chrais de alma, meaning of the rest of the world, if someone random comes and takes away the field, I'm going to make you whole since I sold it to you back. But a chrais did he accept on himself his own achrais? Meaning there's no way in the world he meant when he sold it back to him that he meant that I'm going to make you whole and I'm going to pay you back if someone takes it away because of you. If your own Pali comes and takes it away, there's no way he meant that he's going to make him whole if a Pali of Ruven himself came and took it away from Ruven. That for sure he didn't mean. That was only stipulated on, meaning when he sold it to him that I'm going to pay you back if someone takes it away from you. That's someone from, from me, let's say, or someone from someone else, but definitely not someone from you that that's not what he meant, and therefore he's not going to be able to demand the money back from Shimon, even though Shimon sold it to him back with Achrites. Because then the day who took it away from him, his own Baal Chayv. Says the Gemara, though, Maide Rava. Rava is Maide in a case, but Ruven Sheyarash, son of Meyakov. Ruven, that inherited a field from his father Yaakov, and then same case, he sold it to Shimon Shalei Bachrites without Achrites. And then Shimon went and sold it back to Ruven with Achrites, saying, if someone takes it away from you, I am responsible. And then Yaakov's Baal Chayv, someone. Yaakov borrowed money from, and this property was Meshubatu when it belonged to Reuven's father Yaakov. Yaakov's Balchev came and took it away, and took it away back from Reuven. So over there, even Rabbi is my Dino who the Azul Shimon Umaftile Mine. It's the by Din. Shimon would have to pay back Reuven since Shimon sold this field back to Reuven, saying, I'm going to make you all if someone takes it away. Since this person that took it away, even though the Chirish is that even though it's his father, and you would think maybe he inherited the Chayvais of his father, and maybe he's standing in the place of his father so it should be considered like his own Balchayv even Rav is might over there that it's not considered his own Balchayv and really this is his father's Balchayv and since Shimon said since Shimon sold it to him this person is considered like someone else random that's coming it's not like his own Balchayv my time why can Shimon why does Shimon have to pay back Ruvain for the money for the after the Balchayv of his own father took it away because Balchayv de Yaakov ke Balchayv de Alma Dami says the Gemara because the Balchayv of Yaakov of the father is not considered like Ruvain's Balchayv it's considered like a regular Balchayv de Alma which Shimon was Mishabed himself and he is responsible to make him whole as Rashi says we don't say that Ruvain is considered Karadavua like an extension of his father that he would be responsible in the same way and the Balchayv of his father would be considered his own Balchayv that Shimon wouldn't be responsible even though he took on a Christ we don't say that don't 
only time we say that Rabbah says is when it's his own Balchayv, Ruben's own Balchayv, but even the Balchayv of his father, and he inherited this field from his father, that we're not going to say, and that Shimon would be responsible for if he sold this property, Be'achrais. Amar Rabbah says, Ruben that sold a field to Shimon with Achrais. He said, I'm responsible. If someone takes it away, I will make you whole. Okay. However, he didn't pay up front for the field. Reuven sold the field to Shimon, but Shimon didn't pay for the field yet. It was a milva, meaning they made a payment plan, whatever it was. Zakaf Allah the milva. And he basically didn't pay up front for the field. Umace Reuven, but now Reuven died. And now one of Reuven's Bali Chaivas, one of Reuven's Baal Chayv, came and took the field away from Shimon. So Reuven sold it to Shimon Bachrais, meaning I'm going to pay you back if someone takes it away from you. But Shimon actually never paid for it yet. It was Zakafalab Bemilve. Reuven died, and then someone, a Baal Chayv, came to, Ru, came to Shimon and took away the field. So. Not only that, the story continues. Shimon decided, you know, this field I brought from Reuven, I want the field, and I don't want you to just take it away from it. So Shimon was Mephaisim and paid him with money. And the Baal accepted it, and the Baal took the money from Shimon and didn't take the field. So the Baal tried to collect the field from Shimon because Reuven owed him money. But Shimon decided he's going to pay him for it instead. And instead of taking the field, Shimon paid him for it. So in essence, what happened here was, it sounds like it all worked out. Because Shimon bought the field from Reuven, he didn't pay it. But he bought it with Achrais, and now the Balchayv is trying to take it from Shimon. So instead of Shimon paying Ruvain, Shimon just paid the Balchayv. Shimon paid the Balchayv off, the Balchayv left, and therefore he gets to keep his field. And why don't we just call that, that he paid for the field? Because instead of paying Ruvain, essentially, he paid the Balchayv of Ruvain. But either way, that's not what we say over here. And still, this story is different. Why? Because Ruvain already died. And who is he dealing with? He's dealing with the assignment, and therefore... Rabbi Barhamma says that Dinahu da Amri le Bnei Ruven, the Bnei Ruven, the Yorshim of Ruven, could say to him that, listen, we, you owe us money. Why do you owe us money? Because we inherited the loan. Our father gave you this property and you were supposed to pay with it, but he made it into a milva that you're not going to pay up front and you're going to pay us the loan. Really, we could still demand it from you even though you paid off this Balchayv. Why? Because Anan metaltali shavach avuch gaboch. Shavach avuch gaboch. Our father left by you metaltali. Why? Because a loan is metaltlin. Money is not meshubin. Mon- money is not karka. Money is considered metaltlin. And metaltlin of yisaymim are not meshubin to a balchayim. So even though technically you're right, if the if our father left us land and property, this balchayim would be able to come and take it away from us. But still, the father didn't leave us any any land. He left us only metaltlin. Although there could have been a lot of metaltlin, and there could have been millions of dollars, but it's all cash, and it's not karka. And therefore, the balchayim has no rights to it. He couldn't take it away. And you, that you went, he tried to take the land. He should have taken the land. You tried, and you went to to pay him off so you could keep the land, that's your problem. We wouldn't have had to pay him any money because we don't have any land. There might be a mitzvah, there might be this, but still, it doesn't matter. We didn't have to. And you paid him the money, you lost out. You still owe us the money. You didn't potter your loan to our father since you paid his balchayv. We would not have been responsible for that chayv that the balchayv is trying to collect because we only had metaltlin. The metaltlin of Yusimim are not mishubin, and therefore the balchayv wouldn't be able to collect from us anyway. And you that paid him, tough luck to you. You still owe us money because we wouldn't have had to pay that loan and we inherited the loan that you still owe our father and therefore you still have to pay us for what you owed our father what you for the land that you took from our father even though you just paid off the balchayv 
says on that, agrees with it, but he says like this, if this person that bought the field, he bought the field, Shimon brought the field from Reuben, didn't pay up front, now Bachoyev tried taking it away, but he paid him off, and he paid him the value of the field, so he thought he got away scot-free, fine, very nice, I paid, not scot-free, but he thought everything worked out, I pay off the Bachoyev, now I don't owe money to the Yisem anymore, but now the Yisem are telling me that I still owe them money, even though I paid off their Bachoyev, why, because the Bachoyev couldn't collect from them, but Rav says, if this guy was smart, and he wanted to keep his money, so what does he do? So he does owe these Yusami money. It's true. Why does he owe him money? Because he bought the field from the father and he never paid the money. He owed it as a milva and now they're still demanding the money. But he should pay using land. He should pay them with land. But then he should take the land right back from him. Why could he do that? Because at the end of the day, he gave it with a chrayis. He gave it with a chrayis. And now once he gives this land, he got property from a Baal of their father taken away from him just now. He tried to take it away. He had to pay him off with money. So now, since he gave this land to the Christ, he would be able to take it right back from these Yisaymen because in the end, in the end of the day, this Chayv came from their father. That's why he took it away. And therefore, he's going to be able to get his property back. Meaning, because at the time that Shimon bought the property the first time from their father, Ruvain, Ruvain sold it in Ba'achrayis. Even though he didn't pay up front, Ruvain sold it Ba'achrayis. Meaning, if someone's going to take it away from you, I'm going to make you whole. So now that someone's taking it away, and the Baal Chayv, he was forced to deal with this Baal Chayv. Now when he pays back the Yisem, they had a good time, so he's going to have to pay back the Yisem, pay them back with land, and since he paid them back with land, now the father has land in the estate, because this land came from the Kayach of the father, even though Anachanami, they only had Metatlan at the time, so you can't take any Metatlan from him, even though the father sold it to Bahraiz, so technically you would be able to, but now that he has land, you paid it back with land, since that land is essentially coming because of the father's loan, so it's the type of thing that's coming to the father's estate afterwards, even normally the land that Yisaymim would buy aren't Meshubit anything from the father, this land came because of the father, and therefore it works, Kidder of Nachman, like something Rav Nachman said, but Kidder of Nachman, Amr of Nachman, Amr Nachman said, Amr Rabba Yisemin that collected karka from people who owed their father money. They took karka from those people. Who their father owed money to since they only got this karka. You're right. Normally, if their father left them a tautlin and no karka, you couldn't collect from them anything. And even if they bought karka after, you can't collect from that karka. But if the karka they got was because of a of their father, since it came because of the estate of their father, they are able, a Baal who their father owed money to, is able now to come and collect that same property back from the assignment. And therefore, Rabbi says that if this person is smart, he should pay Pay the Mac. They have a they have a claim, and therefore he should he has to pay the Mac. But he should pay the Mac with land. Now that they have land, which came because of the estate of their father, he's going to be able to take that land right back because the father Ruvain sold this field originally to Shimon with Achrayis. Amar Rabba. Rabba says like this: Ruvain shemachar calls the dice of Shimon. Ruvain that sold all of his fields to Shimon. V'chazer Shimon umachar saw the Achaz Levi. Shimon took one of those fields and sold it to Levi. So Reuven sold all his fields to Shimon. Shimon sold one of those fields to Levi. The Ruvain, and now a Baal of Ruvain, someone Ruvain owed money to. So all his lands were Meshubit, and all these properties that he sold to Shimon, and then Shimon sold one of them to Levi, are Meshubit to that Baal He's able to collect. So what's the Allah? Who does he collect from? Shimon or Levi? Ruvain doesn't have any property anymore. So if he's collecting from Nechaz and Meshubadim, who is he going to collect from? If he wants to collect from Shimon, he's allowed to. If he wants to collect from Levi, he's also allowed to. But we only said that, by the way, that he's also allowed to collect from Levi. Where Shimon sold to Levi. Bainanis, land that's Bainanis, not 
Ziburis or Idris. Avozamna, Idris, Ziburis, but if he sold him, Idris or Ziburis, the Matzi Amarle, the Hachi Tarchi, Vizvini Arya, the Lechazilach. Then Levi could tell him, listen, you can't take this land away from me because I specifically bought Idris or Ziburis. I specifically went out of my way and I was Terech to buy this specific land that's land that's not so, it's not, it's not fitting for you because we, we know that a Balchayv gets paid back using Bainanis. Obviously, if there's nothing else, you get paid back also using Idris or Ziburis. But the Maker Adin, he should get paid back using. Bainanis. So if Shimon still has Bainanis and Levi bought from Shimon Indias or Ziburis, then the Baal is not going to be able to take it away from Levi. He has to go to Shimon who has the Bainanis because Levi could say, listen, I specifically bought this property so you're not going to be able to take it away from me. Go back to Shimon. I bought property that's Loi Chazilach. And continues the Gemara, Bainanis Nami. Even Bainanis that we said, if Levi bought from Shimon, he can collect. If Levi bought from Shimon Bainanis, the Balchev is able to go to, even to Levi and collect the Bainanis. Even that Bainanis that he could collect from Levi, like Amr and Elad, Bainanis to Kavase. That's only said if he didn't leave over the same type of Bainanis by Shimon. But if Shimon still has, Avol Shavak Bainanis to Kavase, but if Shimon still has the very same type of Bainanis and Matzi Amrle, then Levi could tell him, listen, you can't really collect from me. You have to go to Shimon first because he knocked in the Chamakam, look at my Simenu. I specifically didn't buy all the Bainanis from Shimon because I left you some Bainanis over by Shimon in order to collect from that. And I bought it Aldas that I'm leaving over the Bainanis by Shimon so you could collect from that. And therefore, you can't collect from me. Go handle with Shimon first. Amr Abayabai said, Ruvin that sold the field to Shimon, with Achrais. He said, I'm responsible if someone takes it away from you. And then Ruvin's Bachayv came and took the field away from Shimon. So very nice. So now Shimon obviously owes Shimon. Shimon could go to Ruvin and the man is money back because he sold the Bachrites. But Dina who the other Ruven Midin, meaning Ruven, who is going to be responsible to pay back Shimon now, he is allowed to go and handle with the Baal The Baal just took away the field from Shimon that bought it from Ruven because of a loan that Ruven had. Ruven has the right to go and handle with the Baal And what's the Chiddush over here? Because the, the Baal Chayv can't say to Reuven, you're not my Baal Dvarim. I took this land away from Shimon. I have nothing to do with you. You can't start handling with me and try to make me whole and try to pay your way out of this because you have nothing to do with me. I took this from, from Shimon. He can't say to that because Reuven is his Baal Chayv. Reuven is the one who it was a Baal Chayv of Reuven. And therefore, Reuven has the right to go and handle with him. And why does that Reuven have the right to say that? Because Mishum the Amr Leik, he could tell him, the Mavkis Minei, Whatever you take away from him, whatever you take away from Shimon is going to come back to me because I sold the land to Shimon with Achrayas and therefore if someone takes it away from him, if my Bachayv takes it away from him, I'm going to be responsible. So anything you damage Shimon, anything you take away from him is just going to come back to me. I'm going to be responsible in the end of the day. And therefore we say that Reuven has the right to handle with the Bachayv and he could handle with him. The Bachayv can't say, I'm not dealing with you. You're not my, you're not my Baldwarim. He can't say that. Reuven is his Baldwarim. And Reuven, since this will all roll back to Reuven in the end of the day, Reuven can handle with the Balchayv and figure out a way to pay him otherwise. Vigadamr, now those that say, even if Reuben sold the, sold the land to Shimon, meaning if a Balchayv comes and takes it away from Shimon, Reuben is not going to be responsible. Vigadamr says that even in that case, Reuben is still able to deal with him. Why? Because he could say, right, even though, even though you're trying to tell me, I don't want to deal with you, and I can't tell you that it's really going to come back to me because I sold it without a Christ. So it's not going to come back to me. I sold it to Shimon, and Shimon lost out over here because he took it away. It's not going to come back to me because I'm not responsible. I didn't sell it with a Christ, but I still have a taina and I could still handle with you. The Gemara says Reuben could still handle with the Baal Chayv because Reuben could say to him, it's not Nichali, the Tavile 
to ruin my salai. I don't want Shimon to have anything against me. And then the day I sold this field to Shimon and Mitzad, I want a good relationship. I don't want Shimon to have anything against me. So I'm able to deal with you. Even though you're right, I'm not going to be halachically responsible. Still, I don't want Shimon to have to ruin my salai. I don't want him to have anything against me. And therefore, Reuben is still allowed to handle with him. Amr Abai, Abai says, Reuben that sold the field to Shimon, meaning he sold it, clear cut, as is. You, you don't, I'm not held responsible if someone takes it away from you. But right after the sale, Asikin, Yatsualava Asikin. Asikin is like Iron. People were Ma'ar that Re- that Ruvin didn't really have the right to sell the field. It wasn't didn't really belong to Ruvin. Now Shimon bogged out a little bit. I just bought this field. Or we'll see. Maybe he didn't complete the transaction yet. Either way, he wants to back out. Shimon wants to back out. He sold it Shalaibachrayas. If these Iron um are right and the field didn't actually belong to Ruvin and someone comes and takes away the field from him, he is not gonna be able to go and collect from Ruvin because Ruvin just sold it Shalaibachrayas. So the Yatsulava Sikin. So Iron came out about that field that Ruben didn't really have the right to sell, it didn't really belong to him. So the Allah is like this. Can, can Shimon be Chayzer or not? Before he made a Chazak on it, Rashi says, interestingly, he didn't pay it. If he didn't pay it for it, so if he didn't make a chazaka for it, let's say, so he could still be Chayzer and they don't have to complete the transaction. But if he already made a chazaka on the field and he cannot go back in the transaction. Why? Because Reuven could tell him, listen, we're completing this transaction. You already made a chazaka and that's your problem. I sold you a bag full of nuts, let's say, and you were a Just like a guy in the show, he buys a bag full of something and he thinks it's something good, but he didn't bother to check and he bought a bag and it was just full of nuts. Well, it was really worthless, but in the end of the day, it was something and he can't back out of it because he should have done his due diligence on checks. So to this guy, he bought a field, not really actually doing title searches and knowing that Ruvain had the right to sell it to him and therefore it's his problem. He bought a bag of nuts. He didn't even ask for a chryas. Shimon was, Ruvain was never going to be responsible to pay him back and therefore it's his problem and it, once you made the chazaka, you can't really go back on it. It says the Gemara, me emas when is it considered like you made the chazak already that you can't go back on it? That, that's when he walks the border. So once we walk around the borders, that's considered making the chazak on the property. It's part of the sale. And once you do that, that's the chazak that you're not going to be able to go back on it. Even if he sold it to him, he's not responsible to pay him back. Meaning, even Reuben sold the field to Shimon with Achrayis. Meaning, if someone takes it away from you, you could demand the money back from me. Even if he sold it to Meachrayas, he is not going to be able to cancel the transaction and he's not going to be able to force Shimit to Ruvain to back out right now. Why? Because even in that case, he's not responsible unless it's physically taken away. Because Ruvain can literally say to him, what, what does Achrayas mean? That sold it to you with Achrayas. Meaning, I'm responsible if someone takes it away from you. But no one took it away from you yet. There was iron. People came out trying to say that uh, that it, do- it didn't really belong to me and I didn't have the right to sell it. But all they did maybe was file a lawsuit. There was no, no one actually took it away yet. I'm only chayv once they actually physically take it away from you and the courthouse paskins that you have to give it back. Then I'm going to be chayv. But until you show me prove to me that I was taken away from you, then I'll be chayv because you're right. I sold it to you with a chayv. But until that happens, I'm not chayv and we are bound into this transaction since you already made a chazaka.